It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. We have an amazing, amazing guest today, um, Brianna Kuhn, back in the house. I'm always excited when she comes back. She is one of my monthly guests that I have on the program. And the reason why I have this amazing young woman is because she teaches us about social media and and I think it's really important to have that kind of a perspective on, you know, how we're dealing with our business, our personal lives in, like, or on the Internet there. So Brianna comes in and she shares so many amazing tips and tools for all of us. For all of you that have just, or any of you that have just tuned in for the very first time, uh, the Divas That Care have been going online now for, oh, my goodness, it'll be our 11th season. So thank you so much for all of you that, you know, share our program uh, it's because of all of you that we've continued to do this. So a big shout-out to all of you. And you know what? If this is your very first time checking us out, go to our website at divasacare.com. You'll see all of our recorded programs plus all of our amazing hosts that have been with us. All right, well, let's get started. Brianna, welcome back to the Divas. I love having you back on. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be a monthly guest on your show and be able to pass on my tips and tricks to everyone that listens. Well, we love them, and I, I, I'm always constantly writing notes whenever you come on to the show because I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. But before we dive into that, would you mind um, maybe reintroducing yourself to the brand new listeners today? Of course. So as you said, my name is Brianna, and I am the owner of Limitless Impact Virtual Management, and I am a virtual business consultant and social media strategist. So I help uh, business owners with the day-to-day aspects of their business that can be overwhelming and take up a lot of time as well as uh, educate them on social media and how to increase their visibility to reach a broader uh, audience. I love that. And it's I think it's a really good thing. You know, we're always been navigating through this virtual lifestyle, I guess you would call it now. You know, there's so much things that are constantly happening um, it becomes quite overwhelming because we don't know as business women what to post and how to do it. And you always seem to be able to navigate and really support and help people through that. And I know today your topic was about social media but with mental health. And I wanted to, you know, we'll kind of dive into that, but why is that really important to you? Well, for myself, you know, I've struggled with my own mental wellness and it's something that is important to me and I, um, you know, I'm not ashamed to talk about it and it isn't, mental health is so important for your overall health as well and I find, you know, I fit into that uh, younger uh, demographic, I'm 26, so I grew up 
partially with social media. Uh, you know, Facebook came around when I was finishing junior high. So all of that kind of followed me into high school and then becoming a young adult. Um, and I, you know, I take into account my childhood without screen time and Snapchat, Instagram, and like all of those different things that the kids these days are growing up with. And it's a huge, huge component to our overall health. And I've actually been doing a lot of research on uh, social media in, uh, as well as mental health and how they kind of bounce off on each other. And you can actually go and get a master's in psychology specializing in digital wellness now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just the way that the world has shifted, uh, it is coming to the forefront that this is something that people are realizing that it is a huge component of our lives and there's ways to control it as well as learn from it. I love that because we don't really think about the mental aspect of it. For myself, some days I find it's quite overwhelming and I never know what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, even though I have a good support system, it's still, I feel like I'm constantly in deep water, you know, trying to, did I post enough? Is my post, should I post less? You know, what kind of content do I post? And and then I get tired and I'm like, honestly, I just don't want to do it anymore. Is that kind of what's happening with a lot of people? Yeah, and there's two sides of it. So there's being a business owner and having to post on social media to keep your visibility up high, but there's also another component of it of being a consumer of social media. So being that audience that the business owners are trying to reach. So there's two sides of it. And, you know, myself and you are falling into heavily on the business owner side where we're trying to increase our visibility online and reach the consumers on social media and having to constantly think of valuable content, creative content, you know, education to push out to these consumers to get their attention is extremely overwhelming and it does take a toll. And I actually made a post yesterday that I did take a bit of a break from social media. It was about, I think, a week and a half to two weeks where I just didn't really, I just kind of unplugged. I didn't post anything. I didn't really go on it. And it was that kind of breath of fresh air that I needed. And it's something that I wanted to talk about because, as we had talked about earlier, too, is as business owners, when you have to be, like, constant on social media creating this content, you feel guilty when you don't post. You know what? That's exactly it. And, and you know, that's something that I've struggled with too. And you kind of figure out, well, where's the balance? So is it wrong to take that break? Um, or can we maybe schedule it in more often than not? Yeah, and that's one of the things that I find, you know, I still struggle with it in the first few days of taking that kind of mental break from social media it was, I did feel guilty and I did feel bad, but, you know, you don't have to ask permission, you know, from anyone to take that break. And I find that's the, the thing that people um, being a business owner on social media or a consumer, that there's that underlying 
kind of pressure to always be on it. And it, there's the abbreviation FOMO, the fear of missing out, that if you're not on social me- media, that you're going to miss out on something great, whether it's, you know, a sale, a promotion, you know, someone announcing they're getting married or having a baby or whatever, right? So it's always kind of like that on the back burner that you're going to miss out on something if you're not on it. I love that. I I, can't, I respect people so much when they're able to do that because it is such a hard thing because a lot of us rely, especially for this last, you know, year and a half, you know, it's we've all built our businesses online and trying to keep them going and we think, okay, if we stop, are we going to lose that momentum? And I think, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of people that do a lot of network marketing businesses and if they're not on top of it constantly, you know, they're just, people forget about them. But, you know, I guess this is kind of a good way that we can tell, you can share with people that, you know, there are opportunities out there where they've got systems where you can pre-plan everything and then maybe just take that break where, you know what, you personally are not on there, but your business is still running. Exactly. And, you know, you can hire someone like myself who's a social media manager who can pre-plan all these posts for you and you're basically like handing over the keys to your social media accounts and saying, you do it. I'm going to unplug and you take care of it. Um, as well as having that. those, yeah, and with Facebook and Instagram, because they're owned by each other, uh, you can actually use the Facebook business suite and it's a free tool. You don't actually have to pay for those auto scheduling uh, platforms. Um, and the Facebook business uh, suite, you can actually pre-plan posts and pre-schedule them all so that you know you can book one day that you can pre-plan all of your social media for the next couple weeks and then just schedule everything out and then you don't really have to do anything. And if you just unplug, you don't do stories or anything like that, you can just set it and forget it. And for myself, I just did like a total refresh. I didn't schedule anything. I just kind of logged out and that was kind of like the little break that I needed. Um, And I I did feel guilty about it, but making a post yesterday, it was kind of like, you know what, it's okay. Like I don't have to really explain why I did it or I just felt like I needed to. And understanding that's okay as well as being on both sides of that spectrum, whether you're a business owner or just a consumer on social media, you don't have to ask permission to do that and take that break. Oh, that is such great advice. And I think this is going to be something, obviously it's going to be a huge topic in the coming months and years because all of the young individuals, young people that are growing up in social media, you know, younger than yourself, like you, you've gone through it too, but I mean, I'm thinking about this. And, and the ones going, they're going to, somebody needs to sit down and explain that to them because they feel like they have to be on every second of the day. And it's a different, you know, I, I look at it so differently is because I didn't grow up with social media to notice that with my children looking at it and then yourself, you know, it's so different, right? Oh, 100%. And, you know, even before doing the show today, I did a little bit of research and, um, found some statistics. So there was a study from 2019 um, where they found that 93% of teenagers own a smartphone. And that is 11% higher than it was in 2018. So just even seeing that spike from, you know, 2019, so that's, you know, 
a few years ago now, so it's probably closer to hundred percent uh, now of teenagers. So in my mind, teenagers classify from thirteen to eighteen own a smartphone, and they have that instant access wow. to social media. And even as adults now, we see um, before going to bed, you are on your phone. You're you know you're scrolling through. Uh, social media, Facebook, whatever, on the news. And they actually have a term for this now, and it's called doom scrolling. And basically how they explain doom scrolling is that there's no real purpose behind that scroll. It's just you you using it as an escape to see all the bad things that are happening in the world so you don't have to think about the bad things that are happening in your world oh. right now. And... Um, they find that it's that kind of switch off in your brain where you don't have to deal with what's going on in your brain in that moment. And in order for your body to relax before you go to bed, you need to be able to, you know, kind of think of everything that you've thought of in the day, release it, and then your your body is able to relax and go to bed. And there's another term for that, and it's called uh, revenge bedtime procrastination. And I suffer from this greatly. (laughs) (laughs) Being able to work from home, work is constantly in my face and is accessible to me. So I have to be really mindful that at a certain time I have to, you know, step away from it, have my dinner, you know, relax with my boyfriend, you know, watch some TV, read a book, go for a walk in order to allow my body to relax so that when it's actually time to go to bed, I've had that period of relaxation so my body is actually prepared to go to sleep. Wow. You know, we're going to have a lot of work cut out for us educating people about this too. Um, what a what a scary thing, you know. We're just talking and it just my mind is going a mile a minute here and just like, okay, we have to stop teenagers from doing that. We have to stop ourselves because it's so not good for us. Um, Wow. Yeah, and, you know, it is a scary thing, but um, I think think of it as an area of improvement. And one of the ways that I look at it is social media is a habit. And it takes... It doesn't take very long to create a habit, but it takes a long time to break a habit. So in order to support yourself, in order to create boundaries around social media and stuff like that, in screen time, it's kind of like quitting smoking in a sense. (laughs) That's the best Mm -hmm. thing I can think of where you don't want to quit. Yeah, you don't want to quit cold turkey because your chances of picking up that habit again are much higher. So just being mindful of your screen uh, screen time. So I have an iPhone, so I get a weekly report, or you can even do a daily report of your screen time. So how much time you've been on social media, you know, on the phone, um, listening to music, that sort of thing. And you can kind of monitor it as well as in mm-hmm. the background of that app, you can actually put time limits on it. So when you hurt or you hit a certain time limit for uh, your daily uses of social media, for example, it will actually turn that app off so you can't access it. Oh, yeah. I love so that. Can, yeah, so you can do 
little things like that to keep you mindful of your overall usage and so that you don't become, you know, just mindlessly scrolling on social media. And when TikTok, for example, first came out, that was like really bad for me. It was super addicting. I'd spend like, you know, 30 (laughs) minutes just like scrolling at these TikToks and I'd be like, oh, crap, that was a waste of time. (laughs) You know what? That's funny that you're saying that because I noticed the other day that, you know, because we post a lot of stuff on our Instagram and they have that newsreel on the Instagram now that has similar stuff to the TikTok. And I thought, because I never really got into TikTok. I don't have it on my, but I'm like, oh, no, they're trying to catch you now on Instagram for the same thing. Exactly. That is Instagram's way of competing with TikTok. Um, and that's how they came out with the Instagram Reels, how it's those quick, you know, 30-second videos that are quirky and fun, and it's an easy scroll to the next one. Amazing. It's how they always grab you. Yes, exactly. And, you know, it's it's not that social media is a bad thing. Um, even with everything that's gone on in the last 18, 19 months with the pandemic, you know, the political climate, all the really important, important issues that have come up in North America as well as overseas, it's constantly on social media. And... Yes. That's something that I find if you're just mindlessly scrolling and just reading the headlines, you don't actually know if that information is 100% true or not. So I challenge everyone to, you know, fact check and see if that information that is on social media is legitimately true or if it's just someone's opinion. And that's something that I've gotten caught into where I've read a certain headline and, you know, I repeated it to someone and they're like, well, actually, that's not true. And then I go and look at it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just took that as the truth. Isn't that something? And that's mm-hmm. all of it, that's something that all of us need to be aware of because a lot of people don't think about that. They think, oh, it's there. It must be true. And exactly. I, I definitely that I talk to my children about that. It says not everything that you read is going to be true. And I think with definitely with social media, we're overwhelmed. And I, I really like the tips that you've been giving us today because I think it's really important for people to think, to stop and think because right now I, I, like, I like that terminology, the doom scrolling, because we don't even really think about things. We just want to get lost. We're so overwhelmed with life and we just don't want to. And that's our way of not thinking anymore. But there's a lot of negative things that can come from that. 100%. And I'm so grateful to my parents because, you know, as soon as I got a cell phone, um, it wasn't a smartphone, but it was just like, you know, your generic flip phone. They were very adamant about setting the boundaries with the phone. Like I wasn't a, um particularly allowed to have it in my bedroom at night. You know, I had to stay on the counter downstairs to charge. Um, The whole purpose of the phone was so that, you know, I could walk to school, I could call them if I was in trouble, that sort of thing. Um, And then as soon as I, I guess, graduated onto a smartphone, it was definitely something where they, they limited my data usage and it was only 
when I was in Wi-Fi areas that I could, you know, go on social media and stuff like that. And that helped create boundaries. And something that I've implemented into my routine the last little while since I took that little break from social media is in the morning, the first thing I used to do typically was roll over and look at my phone to see, you know, everything that I had missed while I was asleep. And so instead now, I wake up in the morning to my alarm and I'll lay there, you know, about five minutes, um, kind of come back into my body and whatnot, and then I get up, go to the bathroom, you know, whatever, have a glass of water, and then that's when I go on my phone. I don't instantly gravitate towards it as soon as I wake up. I take that little bit of time to come to, and then I can go to my phone. And I've noticed that it's it's given me quite a different start to my day, and it's been a lot more positive so I'm, I definitely encourage I people that. to do that too. Yeah. That's a great advice. So, Brianna, what is going to be new with you? What's going to be happening with you in the next month? You know, we talk about virtual assistants and stuff also, and I want to put a, a plug in for your business right before we end the show. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about that too? Yes. So I did mention to you that I was working on a special project and I was waiting to get that all clear that I could talk about it today. And I've been given that green light, so I'm super excited. So I am a part of a group of 21 uh, entrepreneurial female women um, across North America, and we are writing a book. And we each get to write a chapter. Um, and it's all about how we've come into our role as an entrepreneur, how we started our business, you know, our failures and our successes, what we've done to be able to say that we're successful. Um, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this group of amazing women. And we should be able to have everything ready for pre-order sales at the end of the month. So that is super exciting. So definitely keep an eye out on my social media because as soon as it's available for pre-order, I will definitely let you know. Um, But it's super exciting and I've never been a part of something like this before. So I'm super pumped about it. I love that. Congratulations on that. Thank you. We'll definitely have to have you on there sharing, talking about your story here on one of our next programs. Mm-hmm, definitely. It does tie in a little bit to what I've talked about today, but I go a little bit more in depth about, you know, kind of my story and how I got here. So, yeah. That is wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Brianna, for being on our program today. I should say, is there any last-minute tips, tools would you like to share with us? Um, honestly, I would say give yourself this challenge and see if you can do it. Um, stay off your phone for the first 10 to 15 minutes in the morning from when you wake up and turn your phone off or on Do Not Disturb from probably about an hour before you actually go to sleep. And do that for a week and see how you feel. 
I love that. And I'm going to take up that challenge. So Yay. thank you so much, <laughs> Brianna. I love having you on. I can't wait for you to come back on next time. Thank you so much for having me on again. It's always a pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure, too. And you know what? Thank you guys so much for tuning into our program today. I'm going to be posting all of Brianna's information on our social media. Check out all of her other shows. She had so many great tips in her other programs, and you don't want to miss those ones also. I hope that all of you have a fantastic afternoon and that you make sure that you do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.